Okay, welcome back. After party number 44. Four. Yep. No idea. Yep. 44. Yeah, <laughs> uh, I wrote that down earlier, but... It's a nice even number. Sessions 131, titled Distractions. 132, Wading into the Fray. 133, The New Batch Part 1. And uh, 134, I bet you can't guess the title of this one. The New Batch Part 3. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I, I did consider just not naming anything the part two. <laughs> and just leave. Yeah, the lost episode. Yeah, exactly. Really throw people off. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You know, I think this is the best set of four we've had in a long time. Yeah, you time. know what? We may as well get yeah, that is. out of the way early. This is like top two of our sets of four. Oh, easy. Exactly. Easy. <laughs> well, we finally got some fucking combat. It has been a long time. Since, since we've had a fight. Yeah, there was lots of combat. We had some combat. good combat. Yeah. Uh, I don't think the combat, did it feel particularly challenging to any of you? No. I um, wasn't like really scared I was going to die, but I was scared that like if we screw it up, things could get bad. Because like when you've got the the potential for one of your, like the Neogi can really throw a wrench at things. If, if they can true. turn one or two of us against us. We have protection. Yeah. All you guys got to do is remember to use it. <laughs> and remember works, that it takes your full action. Good. <laughs> yeah. Right. Yes. Which we did not do the first time it was activated. But I think that we struggled as players because we just want to get to Drew Call. And it was like, but we got to, like, what would our character do? And it was a little bit like, do you know what I mean? Uh, I don't you know. mean whether we go down to yeah. the, into yeah, the water like, or not? Yeah, because Elena's like, ah, it's just like two villagers. They're probably hopeless. But, you know, it's like Mia wouldn't just <laughs> abandon them. I mean, I think I think we're on a timeline, but for us, it's not... Uh, we've got some time, right? You know, it's a week. Yeah. And Aspara, yeah. a week is like forever. <laughs> right, it's, it's a century long. I was honestly surprised at the whole and humming, humming and humming about it because you immediately took a detour to check out the old caves that, to check if they were still abandoned. So I, I mean, I was right. actually kind of surprised that the the hesitancy. I'll say I wouldn't say reluctance. I would say hesitancy to spend further time on this. Um, I mean, ultimately, though, by the end of it, you've you've now put yourself about a half a day's behind of where you would have been had you ignored it. Whether or not that's gonna, obviously, the future will only tell if that's gonna bite you in the ass. But I think it was too tempting to go check out the old cave just to see if there was any Neogi still there or leaving or, or anything. Yeah. We were only a half an hour walk or whatever. Mm-hmm. All Shaft has to say is it's like pertaining to gathering information on the Neogi and Mia's like, okay, I don't see why not. But then the Neogi actually show up and it's like, frick, like, definitely she wants to drop everything. But yeah, like, oh, it was just, I don't know. Knowing there's nothing there is good knowledge to have, right? That that yeah. cave yeah. has not been, because uh, I think the last time we were there, you destroyed all the eggs are at least the ones that we knew of yeah falls and did and it was yeah like fireball yeah yeah exactly so no it was good information i think i thought of checking the naogi cave as a quick scouting mission to gather intel with uh trying to avoid any possibility of combat right like if you see bad guys okay you sneak back and turn around and um whereas following them down to the cave you're probably gonna fight right uh following the you know the neogi that we encountered 
down into the cave. You guys said, like, did you all feel like it wasn't challenging or like you wouldn't die? Because I felt like freaking helpless when I was uh, charmed or whatever that was. Like, I was uh, getting scared. I wasn't scared. I, did, okay. I didn't even get down half on my health, so I wasn't, I wasn't scared. Okay. I was less than ha- half for sure, and then I had, like, no ability to do anything. That was kind of scary. Yeah. That, I think that's, that was the real danger of this encounter was that if you know, yeah i didn't care about that yeah <laughs> I, yeah i wasn't worried about like, that at all you're just charisma, worried about your aching hip or, or something or whatever <laughs> <laughs> yeah like i was rolling terrible too like that all those combats i rolled terrible um and then bryn died in the caves oh, i was just bad I, just, <laughs> I think i just had like i had memories on the mind <laughs> <laughs> we're you, you, i mean you're all at the the level uh where constructing a challenging combat it, it gets increasingly more and more difficult for me because one i've i mean i've always said that i am just terrible at creating a balanced encounter i'm just not great at crafting uh a level appropriate encounters it seems uh, which is where uh, a lot of potential, which which is where the the ability to you know quote you fudge a roll, uh, it's helpful for me, and also why when I see like DM say they never fudge in their roll in front of them, like I don't know how or how yeah. they can get away with that because I need I need to potentially rely on that so I don't TPK you know half the time yeah or right, right. I don't yeah. get that either or it being yeah. a or swing yeah, it the other way exactly yeah. the other way and then you just steamroll the whole encounter so the encounters need to need to take on or, or a, a different challenge which is of course came the pescatarians part of it right because they were a factor of it the village people the village people yes <laughs> the multiple sets of village people so yeah, it's tough. It's getting harder to make a to make a level of appropriate uh, encounter that is just that isn't more, you know what I mean, like a straight up brawl. Because I, I mean, we I could have made an encounter like that, but I don't know. I just well, they may not fudge rolls, but they may change the hit point value. Sure. Well, yeah. I mean, right? that's yeah, exactly. You not you're right. You don't necessarily need to adjust or do anything with your actual die roll. To be able to on the fly balance uh, an encounter more for your party—that's absolutely true. So that—I mean—that all makes sense. But I don't know. I've, I, I think of that as being the same thing personally. But yeah, you're right. Well, the problem is you—you you get a big bad. Sometimes got a you know four or five hundred hit points, something really nasty, right? But we're, it's four of us against it, so we're getting four attacks for its one, even though they have legendary actions and things like that. And we can do some hellacious damage if we're all rolling well. Um, so there's no possible way you can really balance something out because you don't know the, the the random factor that's going to happen. Right. Too. Yeah. Yeah. That's true. And like you say, you're you're protected against the Neogi. I mean, you of course the Neogi. The first thing they're going to try to do is enslave something. Right. They both tried and failed, and then did mm-hmm. not attempt to try to do it again. I mean mechanically it's not like they can just go ahead and do it right away because that actually technically is a recharge ability for them if you're going off of their stat block but Mm. even you know narratively 
they 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 saw your 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 head things glow right and start to flash and they're not stupid creatures i think up until now the this enemy and this villain i guess and it's i actually just finished listening to um fuck what the, what is that podcast i forget the name of the podcast i'll look it up for it later party yeah, I was just listening to the Incursible Party, <laughs> the only podcast that I ever listened. To. <laughs> but no, it was an episode about villains, and they kind of went over the the uh, villain archetypes. Uh, that is like DM something narrative. Yeah, I'll, I'll find the I'll find the name. But up until the point now, one of those archetypes is like uh, the beast, uh, just a, a, a an enemy that is just what it sounds like. It's just a mindless entity out to destroy and do damage or maim or kill or whatever, right? I think up until now, the Niyogi have seemed like that. And we had, you know, the only real non-combative interaction with the Niyogi that any of you had is Mia in her little, in the, like, right. more than a year ago, right? So we're not even part of the current timeline of the campaign. That's all in Mia's past. So I think for the rest of you, I'm sure the Niyogi just seem like this force that need to be overcome through physical means is that is that accurate yeah yeah yes yeah yeah i mean shikara's only dealing with them has been as a basically a beast they they haven't like we were all surprised when they were using eldritch blast and they were using spells and things uh right yeah yeah that's a fair uh, uh, surprised when they started hybridizing with the freaking chules like (laughs) <laughs> right. Yeah. That is that is like a huge discovery. Was that for me a, a Leland thing? The uh, hybridization and the eggs in the chests of the humans. Yeah. Was that your creation? Uh, yeah, that is yes. Um, the the He's making Gmo Neogi. the base stat block, uh, for the the just the hatchlings and the uh, the 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 new the new batch um was based off of something out of the new Ravenloft book it's like the carrion swarmer or something it's in mm. it's a it's like a cousin to the carrion stalker they like dead bodies and all that stuff so yeah i thought i thought that thing was really cool i wanted to use it and then i adapted it to the to situation so that's type. That's the type of things that I, from where I get my inspiration. Um, that podcast is the ro- role play chat. I think the villains is the, their latest episode. I would definitely check it out. It was it was good. I liked it. It was good to see the Niyogi, but I think, um, I don't know. For Mia, it changed. I don't know. Like Mia is changing. Like every time she sees the Niyogi, she's just like, I don't know. She changes a little. Like. Like burning or not burning, but like not the villagers are useless. They're full of eggs. Like, why try to save them? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. That's you know <laughs> things She's like that. Becoming kind of absorbed with with the Niyogi, with bat with defeating the Niyogi. Oh yeah, like, and I think I was, but then you guys just like sort of like let's say running into and meeting you guys. Um, without knowing my backstory and just trying to like the whole purpose of hanging out with you guys was to try to form it, find more information and like defeat the crack and well since the crack and then we got dan or not daniel samuel <laughs> so we've sort of drug you down as a party to now where people are just collateral damage and that's okay um <laughs> if neogi are going to take over aspara and like end civilization as we know it like 
Hmm. That's yeah. that's how she sort of. If they're that big and bad enough of a threat, like that's how she's gonna treat them right now. I don't know. But yeah, that combat was interesting in general. Like the two different sort of combats, I guess, right? Yeah. It was like two yeah. different areas. That's right. I will say, Leland, I and you know, I I haven't played at many different uh TTRPG tables, but I've never felt like you're I don't know. I think you are too hard on yourself when it comes to the supposed unbalanced combat um i've always felt like it, it would only a, if only a handful of turns you know went the wrong way things could pivot quite quickly there have been many combats where i was afraid for my character's yeah. life yeah uh there have been quite a few times shikara's gone down and gozer's gone down and it was i'm on my edge of my seat what's going to happen now sure mm-hmm. i don't think every combat has to be on the edge of death either i think i looked at it more as a opportunity to go back down into the caves right, right. Mm-hmm. It's, yeah. it was luring us and i think like i thought about <laughs> what shaft would do initially was shaft would probably want to have nothing to do with this but then i sort of thought in the back of my mind Maybe if he went back down there again, he could find out more information about what happened to his brother or things, you know, to that effect. So I think we just got caught up in a moment and said, let's just go jump down the hole and do it. Right. Right. Yeah, and yeah. I think that was what in his mind was like, let's follow these sons of bitches and try to see what happened. Yeah, no, that's like the uh, and, and I, I was trying to use this instance of combat more narratively rather than have it just be a combat. And. I think a running theme throughout this in campaign is that most of the combats are like that. They are very narrative. Because, again, we've talked about not uh, injecting random encounters into our campaign. Uh, and, you know, the which ties into the size of the world, uh, yada, yada, yada. All shit we've talked about before. And don't necessarily need to reiterate again. Uh, but, yeah, that's how, that's how I like to use combat. I mean, just the, the second part of the combat in the actual bush hole... From the bush hole, mm-hmm. <laughs> all of that was narrative. Like that was Hold all on. for It took us purposes. 15 minutes to say bush hole. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I'm proud me. of us. I'm proud of us. Shaft <laughs> will jump in a bush hole whenever it's available. Right. I'll tell you that. <laughs> like the, you know. The wade four in, of, so to speak. <laughs> just wade into that bush hole. The four of you could easily take on four Neogi, especially you have high ground. There's, I know, I know not all of you excel at range, but. You definitely utilize that uh, very well. So, like, that secondary fight was even less challenging mechanically than up top mm. with the Umber Hulks and the, and the two Niyogi, right? But there was, again, the factor of the, the, the canatonic people with the eggs in their chest and all that stuff, right? So it was more, it was more, you're right, John, to as a lure to entice into some fact-finding mission, right? Yeah, which I think... It's great that if I if I was given the choice of the way we play with combat usually being some importance to the plot versus just combat thrown in for the sake of combat so we can get some XP and smash some baddies and maybe get some loot, I would I would rather the way we do it. Oh, I have never felt like combat was just randomly thrown in there for the sake of having a fight, you know, like never. Yeah, no, I don't think Leland did typically if ever really does it i mean i i try not to drive combat at all i try to make the decision for combat to occur solely in your hands and i mean look at the look at the amount of times that a fight could have broken out with isabella 
like the yeah. half a dozen times that you've spoken to her and had a conversation with her, a tense conversation. I think most of the conversations we've had with Isabella have been pretty tense yeah. and have a Very. lot of threatening undertones to especially what she says. Yeah. Yeah. Fights could have broken out. Like, I mean, depending on how uh, the second or third uh, interaction with Isabella could have went, like Isabella could have, could have been dead for 100 episodes, right? Like that's how yeah. things could have yeah. could have played out. I think every time I'm with the entire party and Isabella <laughs> is when I'm most scared. <laughs> yeah. You know what? Seeing her in that great hall together and stuff, like that's that's scary, right? And Samuel showing up. That, that was freaking nerve wracking. Con- I was very concerned in that scene. Yeah, for sure. I was like, this is this could be where Falsey died. <laughs> I will also say that every time you've interacted with Isabella has always been on her terms. So it's, you know, she purposely, and that's, again, part of the type of villain that she is. She falls more into the mastermind archetype of a, of a villain, I think. She's always putting herself in the most advantageous position because she's not stupid, right? Mm-hmm. She's lived a long time. She's probably done a lot of similar things like this. And uh, yeah. maybe a lot of it feels like an old hat to her is dealing with adventurers like yourselves. So... She's always trying to give herself the upper hand, which is, of course, what you as a party want to do. But when it comes to Isabella, it's been difficult to date to do that with her, I think. Do you think yeah. when we left Goldham and tracked down Falsey and caught her in the uh, in her lair that she was planned that? Or do you think... I mean, I guess I'm asking the rest Ooh. of you because... Did she, did she realize that we were going to show up? Because... So... You think maybe maybe she likes an audience. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> oh, wow. Okay. So Isabella's okay. going to be setting up an OnlyFans page. Because it, it seemed to me like she was not expecting us in that yeah. interaction there. Maybe not expecting so soon. If she would have been expecting us, she could have cooked those boys faster. You know, those guys she was trying to animate or whatever, maybe. I don't know. Unless she didn't want to kill us. I don't, like, well, what Shakara always says is that she doesn't want us dead. I, I don't know. Yeah. So, is that true? I don't know. From Falzern's perspective, and, and I, you know, I was in her presence for longer than you guys were. Um, I don't think I would have said that it was an intentional lure to get everyone there. I didn't get that feeling anyway. I don't feel she she's She could be playing with us. us. I mean, she's been alive for how many hundreds of years she could just be bored it's possible it's possible that you know she was just she played us really well or i mean she took a fancy Uh. to you and she took you and then we came along and she didn't fully expect that but hey interrupted the foreplay yeah (laughs) in in lines with what leland Leland was saying about her mastermind and not having the upper hand i do think that we walked away from heraklion with some tidbit of information which is that she is submissive to Samuel and is scared of him. And that's something to exploit for sure. Mm-hmm. Or is she wanting Samuel to think that she is submissive to him? I think it's a little bit of both. I think she's she knows yeah. she has to be subservient to him at this point in time. But with if things work out and uh, her old buddy Dindar uh, might take care of Samuel in the end, I think is what she's probably... So how powerful is Samuel that Isabella is kowtowing to him? 
Well, I think probably very powerful, but for right now, she's using him like she uses well, us. Well, yeah, yeah, I think what John... Yeah, I, I can see John's point where maybe sh she believes she's more powerful than him in the right circumstances, but she wants him to think that he's, you know, he's a tier above her until the... You know, so she gets what she, she has wants. the right cards in her hand, right? Yeah. Either We're way, what he thing. yeah. Either way, what he thinks matters to her, and that's something to think yeah, about for sure. Look, everybody's using everybody in Aspara. Pretty much. That's <laughs> that's what we do. <laughs> yeah, and I, I do think that the the point of whether or not Isabella actually is frightened or concerned uh, for her own life uh, from Samuel, like if she thinks Samuel's a threat or not is a moot point because like Elena said, there's still the image that she is putting on whether or not it's fact-based. It doesn't matter, but yes, like totally true. Elena, like that is an exploitable mm -hmm. fact about Isabella yeah. that you have really finally uncovered from her. And, and that's like the only thing I feel like. Yeah. Yeah. I just, I mean, I don't think that's like a fault of the party either. It's just like the circumstances in which you've had to deal with her. She's never really been the pressing issue right there's always other stuff going on and surrounding right. her she's just like a, a piece on the board in a in a larger uh in a larger game right because i mean we take we start a journey and of course the village people would choose that day that specific day at that time to go out in a boat <laughs> look they're out there all the time you couldn't make this up they've been out there I for mean, weeks wait. You could make this up. They've been out there for weeks, but not on a boat. You said that was the first day they tried to. Didn't you? I don't know you? if he said it was the first day. He I said thought he that said they just started trying, in, but we're starting pouring to it from the shore. Realized that it was only reaching so far. They did say that they had already circumnavigated the shore and and were have were now starting to go out in the, into the waters. You're right. So that's recent, absolutely. So Leland. When we were all talking about the tracks that we saw when we left uh, Pisces and we were heading towards the lake and we saw these tracks and we didn't know what they were coming from, how frustrated were you that we didn't realize it was just the wagons from Pisces going to the lake? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I think that was one of those th times where like, I, I just assumed... A bit of a bit of knowledge that the four of you would come to, like immediately jump to... Um, which I mean isn't isn't always necessarily fair. Like I, I shouldn't just be like I shouldn't make those types of assumptions, right? Because I am just putting out a fact. I'm explaining a, 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 the surrounding, and there's always a number of uh, conclusions that you could jump to, like because now that's why we have history checks. <laughs> yes, exactly. Occasionally, Leland says things in a different way to clarify. Like, okay, so you want to call lightning. <laughs> over a boat on the water. I laughed so hard. That your friends are also in the water. I and, and, so and I appreciate that clarification. You so know what I'm saying? Here, like... Specifically about that. So <laughs> I, I made you roll the intelligence check, right? And you rolled. Which I rolled terrible rolled on poorly. every check that whole. Yeah. But had you rolled higher than a 10, I would have given you a rough amount of additional distance that your lightning would have traveled which would potentially have allowed you to place the strike in a spot where it wouldn't further away. Right. Yeah. Yeah. So that was why th uh. that was what that check was for. Cause like you said, yeah. Mia knows the effects electricity is going to have, like that's her bread and butter. 
She absolutely knows yeah. that, but... So, again, like, it's, it's like, where Mia as a character wouldn't have really been like, yeah, Right. So, you know, that's Elena messing. Yeah. <laughs> I'm so glad she reworded that. I feel the same way with Falsey a lot, too. Like, Falzern really, he is supposed to be very intelligent. He knows how many dice are in Fireball. And knows the right number of sides. We're quadruple checking how? now with Fireball dice. Yeah. <laughs> I was dying because I even beef like he left it in like I said make sure you have the right amount of dice before I was so confident that I, I was so confident that I did it right and then your firebolt has an extra d10 now or oh. something oh yeah you know, I forgot about that. <laughs> yeah. yeah he's like wait I have like, wait how did Drax do so much damage <laughs> yeah Drax did 24 damage on a d10 oh my god <laughs> I think he did 16 or something, and yeah. you're like, how did you do 16 on a D10? And he's like, well, at level 10, you, and Bill's like, I, I totally knew that. <laughs> to be fair. It's easy to, it's easy right. to miss To be fair, stuff, all you right? cast are it flaming is. sphere and fireballs, so it's very rarely that anything else ever gets Red cast. and butter. <laughs> Red flaming and butter. I'm going to cast flaming sphere. Oh, It's a good spell. Come on. It is a good spell. Bang the bang those balls against him for a while, and it it works well. Well, like speaking of spellcasting, Leland, you thought that um, control water was perhaps like not used correctly. Maybe I think there was a few things we yeah we didn't do right because I don't think the trench just closes after one round; like it stays open. I think I don't know. Mm. There were there was little things that I we didn't play out properly with the high because it's a higher level spell with a long. It's got a lot of text on in that spell. And it was the trench specifically. Yeah, we made the trench because because um, I think the for anything it just says like like the way it's worded is you cause the water in the area to move apart and create a trench. The trench extends across the spell's area, and the separated water forms a wall on either side. The trench remains until the spell ends, or you choose a different effect. Right. So how we played it originally was it was starting to close out. But a we read round. the. Yes, so it says right here, the water then slowly fills in the trench over the course of the next round. Well, we missed the sentence prior. Exactly, yeah, exactly, yeah. exactly. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and I don't think it made much of a, it didn't really handicap or give an no. edge to anything, I don't think. Um, because I just wanted to whirlpool so I could do damage. Yeah, well, I think we've messed up. water to do a freaking whirlpool. Well, we messed up how that works too, I think. Because I think I, like, I shorted you damage or whatever, but whatever, it doesn't matter. We all know that Buttercup can swim. A warhorse can swim just fine. That's <laughs> bottom line. That's all, we, that's all we care about. <laughs> and if she drowned, I would just call her back. So Yeah, Shakara doesn't really want to get her armor wet. You know, she's kind of heavy, and I don't even care about it, I guess. And then, But then, I mean, maybe with our disadvantage on stealth checks, we could be oiling our armor at some you point. You two just yeah, really. run into walls and start screaming every time we try to be quiet. Dude, like, I literally we rolled two critical fails. Clanking. We were clinking and clanking everywhere. I give you a plus 10, too. <laughs> yeah, so your plus 10 got me to 13 max. <laughs> Loud but flexible. <laughs> okay. Okay. That was a good joke that like no either nobody heard or we didn't acknowledge it. But listen, I credit Leland for hearing things in the edit and leaving it in because for sure you guys don't hear sometimes when I'm like, oh yeah, that's what my Tinder profile is. Yes, exactly, hundred yeah. percent. Yeah. Yeah. And then I have to like wow. boost the gain like... on that one sentence a little bit because he like wished. <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> 
that's what she yeah, said. Yeah, that was a good one. Elena, do you want to explain your horse's name? Oh, frick. That, that I, was so important. I just, say. like, <laughs> I just, like, in the moment was, like, I really want to have a, th- a weather, stormy-sounding horse name so that, because, like, Buttercup's cool. That I, ha- I don't know. But then, like, Leland patronized me, and I felt dumb. <laughs> 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 it's like okay is that it are we done and there was a few times to be fair it was if you were all there was a bleep. <laughs> yeah you you bleeped yeah. out an f-bomb because you're so annoyed that, with that. that was after cutting out like two to three minutes of the four of you bickering before i asked that so in the final edit it, it sounds like i'm being like ira- like un- irrational, or I'm not being yeah. patient at all. Listen, it is perfect. Listener. I love how the edit worked out. The edit made us sound really good in Leland. <laughs> that's rare. But he's the one that's that edited it, is, so that's, <laughs> that's his choice. That's his choice. Well, I th- I was feeling generous after coming back and seeing Emma. I thought I'd throw you all a bone, so. <laughs> it was very. We, we all get one. Yeah, you caught me in a weak <laughs> moment. It was a weak moment. <laughs> it's never gonna happen again. <laughs> I mean, it was a little anticlimactic to be like torrent, and you guys are like, okay. <laughs> you know what? It's literally not until you reminded me of what it was that I get the name now. I at the time, yeah, like I was torrent just to, went like yeah. right over my head. I. <laughs> No, I I'm not talking it. about Napster. Like, exactly. It's like yeah, I was gonna say I thought that meant downloading like a, illegal music. No, it's like a freaking storm. Yeah, like the like, like a, a torrential downpour. Oh, a torrential downpour. Uh, yes, yeah. Yes, yes, yes. Freaking idiots! <laughs> I didn't get into this now either. <laughs> what, what am I doing? No, please hang out with love lives like you, Emily. Could you please explain the the long winded uh, reasoning behind <laughs> Buttercup? <laughs> if you would. <laughs> this is my favorite movie, <laughs> Princess Bride, right? <laughs> Yeah. Buttercup is a movie? No, Princess Bride. <laughs> Princess Bride. Oh. <laughs> I mean, whatever. I long-winded, speaking of long-winded, Falzerin, do you have any? <laughs> yeah. uh, hey. I just enjoy listening it back when he, like, repeats the same thing, but in a longer way. And you're just like, okay. Well, I want to. That's, that's Falzerin. You it wanna, is who he is. Listeners, if you'd like to know why that happens, oftentimes it happens because, and it happens a lot in combat, because I'm struggling to pay attention to what's being said when it's not my turn, while I'm also reading my spells to try and decide what I'm going to do. So I often sort of like mishear things or only half hear stuff. So a lot of the time I repeat what I think has happened to make sure I got it right. Basically. So what you can do is with your next character listener, uh, you know, just play them as a pretentious know-it-all that needs to repeat everything in a smarter-sounding way. And uh, I don't think it sounds smarter most times. It does the falls. <laughs> it's pro- okay. it's you dumbed do use down. big yeah. words. You do use big words. It's oh, okay. Down. <laughs> no, it's it pretty good. There are so many like. Listen, Falzern goes off the rails and starts eating poison and stuff. So, I mean, this like, there's no guessing what's going to happen. Okay, well, let's, ah, testing, let's move testing. along. So, you move into the bush hole and you finally see the, the beginnings of the new batch. Well, wait, yeah. wait, wait. I got yeah. off of my high horse. Got down on <laughs> yeah, that's knee. true. That's true. <laughs> <laughs> you got yeah, you're no longer And Elena learned us. about the help action. Oh, right. Oh, yeah, that was oh, yeah. fun. 
<laughs> that was really fun. And, I didn't realize. And blamed us for her not existed? reviewing the player's handbook yeah. two Classic. years ago. Classic, right? <laughs> I have not read it cover to well, cover. Let's be honest. The, the four of There's us get together a and single review chapter the player's handbook. We just don't tell you about it. I mean, you don't have to read it cover to cover. There's a lot of stuff in there. All right, well, but a single uh, chapter, I'm... I don't think it's too much to ask. <laughs> I got some reading to do tomorrow, okay, kids? <laughs> no, like you said, why would you ever take the help action? <laughs> help action is for familiars, and that's it. Any any player that does a help action is doing a terrible job in combat. <laughs> Stand by my opinion. <laughs> I mean, sometimes when you are not a ranged person and there's nothing you can True. do because as far as you can run still doesn't get you to the person. So it, it could be a, the, a fallback. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Shakara can touch herself. <laughs> that was mentioned at least once. Yeah. That's a pretty sweet thing to do, though, to just have your familiar give you touch advantage. Touch myself? I mean, oh, yeah. Oh, you're familiar yeah, That's why the fine familiar <laughs> spell is really, really pretty powerful. Sparky and I are really close. Yeah. Shikara knows okay. how to wow. find It's a good thing Shikara's a dragonborn, because otherwise that would be a little risque, but you're pretty much the same <laughs> race. <laughs> you're pretty much the same giant animal. <laughs> are you a racist there? No, I'm just saying dragonborns dragon. and pseudo-dragons are close enough for it not to be bestiality. That's all I'm saying. <laughs> They're both scaly. <laughs> exactly. You're a horny dragon that. looking for your bard. <laughs> <laughs> Bards are us. Uh, Halsa pulled out the big guns too. All right. What did she Hulsa cast? Halsa showed in? off her skills. She banished. Oh right. Mm. Apparently, you don't need to talk yeah. to banish. Is there a verbal component? Well, she has. She has. She has her own way of casting. Derive <laughs> alternative means. Mm. You know what uh-huh. I thought about? That's advantageous for that. Strictly because it suits narrative purposes with her not she speaks in speaking, tongues. is she should technically be able to cast in a silence spell. Then that's like oh a, mm-hmm. right, like yes, a, oh. yes, magical silence. Yeah. right. Oh, that is that's that very is, interesting. Yeah, I was just thinking about that the other day. Why were you thinking about that the other yeah, day? Yeah, why are we uh, thinking about that? <laughs> I was thinking Please about ways. thinking about that. Well, I have a little notepad that I carry around with me all the, all the time. The title ways is to kill How to Fuck in. Over Bill with Things Other Than Counterspell. Because <laughs> I've already crossed Counterspell out notepad? on the top of it. So now I have to add things yeah. to the list. <laughs> I mean, you can always Counterspell again, though. So, you know. You're right. But those Neil, you only have two spell slots. <laughs> so... Oh, they can't do that much. I mean, you're giving away your hand now. Oh, shit. Let me write that down. <laughs> yeah. Yogi 2 spell slots. Yeah, check. I did not see a Niyogi casting counter spell against Falzer, and that caught me off guard. I didn't see Niyogi casting anything. Yeah. yeah. No, that yeah, caught I, me off guard. I should have known. They, I, I mean, I think in character you would know they can cast spells because Mia would have told them. Like, would have told you. Uh, yeah, probably. How does Mia know Did they Mia can cast know? spells? Mia knows they can cast spells. They're yeah. casting spells when I fought them. Yeah. Oh. oh, okay. So, like, I think that information would have been shared. We're really, like, sharing all probably. of that. Probably. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I Things mean, get lost in translation, I don't think sorta. the fact that they can, you know, have some type of magical abilities would have changed the way that combat rolled out. I mean, you're still going to no. move in and engage, no. right? Yeah. yeah I'm still going to so, cast yeah. spells at them. Yeah, falls are still going to fireball. Yeah. <laughs> really, I mean, if we falls for fireballs, that's what he does. Mm-hmm. Just use the circle of the wise. We're protected for a, 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 a minute. minute. Yeah. Number one, 
And then this, you know, then they're not really the biggest thing is of them taking over one of us. So the one of the three of us is yeah. attacking the others, right? right? The Niyogi themselves are not really that much of a threat once they can't mind control us. Yep. I mean, that's that's why they have things like the Umber Hulks, right? Something that is right. a threat that's enthralled it's like by their controlled muscle. Yeah, right. That's yeah. why. But Bill can just. Uh, Put them in a put them in a that box. Was, yeah, right, that, that was a good wall of force for sure. Sphere. It's a, it's a sphere. It's a sphere, but actually. A sphere. John. Bill's getting really. <laughs> I mean, Falzern's getting really tired and stingy with his spell slots. So. <laughs> but think about that. That's why hold hold monster, hold person, those kind of things are very valuable in combat. If you can hold somebody, you know, just for a little while, it, it frees you up to kill the other stuff. Yeah. 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 And that's that's a great tactical move. Fights like this wonder why I'm so happy Mia has all her spells prepared all the time. Like, as a cleric, because can you imagine being like, I have the right spell for this situation, but it's not prepared? Or well, you you're, you could still fall in that circus, that situation. You don't have access to, you have access to oh, your sorry, whole yeah. list, but you are still limited oh, by right, the right, amount right, you right. can prepare and cast for the day. Sorry, known. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Known okay, versus prepared is true. different. Yeah. I guess for some reason, there's always been like weather or water that can help me, which is nice. Yeah, well, we've kind of been uh, a we're on a small fairly island. aquatic based <laughs> campaign so far. The mountains, <laughs> yeah, the mountains in Drukal, I might need to change spells around. I guess. <laughs> yeah, maybe. Yeah. Unless there's a nice is big there river sewers? running through. Yeah. <laughs> all right. What did you all think of the return to the Kralakina cult, Gaverns? I thought it was cool. I thought it was very cool how we came in through the roof. Like, that was wild. Mm-hmm. Through the bush hole, you mean? Yes, the bush hole. Through the bush right. hole. Yes. I wasn't fond of the things burrowing into my skin. It reminded me of uh, turning into a whatever in the hell werewolf. What was it? What werewolf. was I turning into with Were- the cursed sword? Oh, it yeah, was a, wolf. a furry, I think. Right. Oh, well, yeah. <laughs> but again, Shaft complains and falls and like, I, I've seen worse. It's fine. <laughs> like, yeah, that was scary. Uh, I was, I was like, a little I worried. There. I was worried because uh, yeah, we got to peel some of them out. But we did learn that uh, was a cure poison. Uh, what was the spell you used uh, that killed them off? I laid of on hands. If I use five points for my lay on hands pool, it cures diseases. Cure disease and poisons and things. So, yeah. So it's good to know. I think it's actually just poisons, or is it both? What, regardless, of what it 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 worked, and it was a good, definitely good thinking. If you had not thought to do it immediately, I would have made you make a check or something to, to figure out that because Shakara again, Shakara, especially, and that's also part of the description of, you know, the the greenish kind of gross looking veins from the mm-hmm. burrow sites on on Shaft's body on that stuff. So kill that crap from a distance, really, is what we've learned. Yeah, exactly. Don't, Don't get yes. up close yeah. to them. Right. Yes. Right. And again, though, those were just little hatchlings. Like, right. Do they get yeah, bigger? What well, yeah. What's the life cycle grown. of them? Because the Niyogi get to like a medium-sized creature at their largest. And what's their power level going to be like when they get bigger? Leland, you said something. You said <laughs> that um, sound like about it. shafts. <laughs> about Shaft's webbed toes. 
Right. You said, you know what they say about a webbed toe. Two toes on land versus one toe in a boot. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, what the heck <laughs> what? is that? <laughs> it was just made up, dude. It what? was awesome. It's an old adage. It's, it's, no, it's, uh, it's akin it to, a, you know, a, a bird in the hands or two in a bush or whatever. <laughs> two in the bush, yeah. Ah, I see. I see. Okay. Uh, yeah, I still don't get it, but okay. Two webbed toes on a foot. Better than one in a boot. <laughs> there you go. Two, two, whatever. Two, two webs on the land is worth one in a boot, so... Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that was pretty freaking funny. Oh, I love how Shab I, I think it toes. was great to go. Well, yeah. Well, I, I love I love those kind of things. So, like when you play in D anD D and somebody and you get hit and you cause a scar on somebody's face, right? And then yeah. from that point on, you know, you, you what's what happened? You know, twenty episodes later, what happened to your face? So that kind of thing is is great to have those little. Now nobody's gonna see my feet, so it doesn't matter. So and, and then we we stood on the a few of you stood on the edge of the cliff, very hesitant to jump into the water. And Leland's like, "It's not a big deal, just do <laughs> <laughs> it." along. Yeah, I was just trying to give you a little push. <laughs> I was happy to go back through the passages we didn't go to before. Yeah, uh, would have been very lucrative for us to go there mm, yeah. long, long ago. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I, th- I honestly think finding those items in the in Erica's lair down there was like, that's what was hard for me uh, to answer your question, Leland, about being back in those caves. Because, like, Mia's never been in the caves, but as a player, it was just like, oh, like, I just would have survived. Maybe we could have explored. Maybe we, like, think of how different the whole story would be if Bryn was alive. We discovered the cloaks, you know, Danzig was going in the barrel, you know, like, whatever, right? Like, it just, everything yeah. changes uh, on a dice roll, really. So, in, in that crazy. underground lake chamber, there are three exits other than going through the water. You could have chosen any one of the other two to go down first, because you went down the first, the first one you went down resulted in the fight with Brendel. As you went down the one that was, you know, to the furthest south... That's the one that led to the items, so yeah, it could have, things could have went uh, a lot differently. Yeah, and there was the one passage that went on for an impossibly long period of time, which meant to me like you just don't get down that passage. Yeah. Well, so I mean, <laughs> what I was trying to what I was trying to make clear is because you every way you found a passage that was unlit, right? Yes. All the directions you search, there was passages. So those those passages are just long sections of the tunnels that will eventually lead somewhere above ground, right? Ground, right? So they they do potentially could stretch on for miles and miles and miles, which is difficult to when you want to stay in a particular area and you're just trying to like probe yeah. out. It's difficult to like figure out well just how long are you gonna be walking for? I think the important thing that we learned there is we believe at least that it goes to Pisces, right? Right. Yeah, in the one area, that's right. So, at least we, in our minds, believe that there is a, a potential problem there. Right, you found the... Pa- it's definitely growing. You found the passage that potentially was leading to Pisces, and then the other one was also leading down, like, south towards Port Randis and the dam and stuff. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Mm. And they've got those Umberhulks to, like, sort of carve those caves for them, too, right? Probably, yeah. Whatever. Burrow them. I don't know. We didn't see Umberhawks the first time we were there. Well, the one burrowed. Uh, but they can burrow and make pretty it easily, right? right? Be- before we broke the mind control on it. I, I don't know. I just the Neogi aren't gonna dig very fast with those little weird arms and stuff, right? So it's like, <laughs> I just I'm not scared of that. 
knowing they have two spell slots a day, like, how fast can they make tunnels? Well, with Umber Hulks under their control, pretty freaking fast. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So, I don't know. I'd... So, Snowbloom. Yeah. The purple flower. Yeah. So, the the cult of Kray Lakina is all, is gone, but the after effects of right. them linger, clearly. Just in the in mm-hmm. the black ooze, the water is still being utilized by forces that, you know, ideally wouldn't be utilizing them. I mean, the Nyogi has yeah. found this abandoned cave because of your efforts now, right? And they discovered the potentials of the the black slime. Yay. Yay, Intelligent sn- spider eels. Before we talk about Falzer and eating things that he shouldn't. <laughs> I would like to men- ask why did Falzerin choose to singe the eggs on a living village person versus a dead village person that he couldn't hurt? He's anymore? probably trying to save the living person. We we talked about just it. Just to thought. see what would happen. I mean, why not go for a dead person instead of a, a Because um he wanted to see if the people that were still alive could be saved. Um, if you if you could, if you dealt with the eggs, you know if they could potentially survive once you dealt with the eggs and and also dealt with whatever was controlling their minds. And I'm still thinking that uh, maybe you test your control over your sphere with a dead person. Oh, he's first. he's played with his ball plenty. He's, he's, got, <laughs> he's got a good handle of it. I I definitely saw it as like, well, why test it on a dead person when I could save this person's life right now, or like try? Yeah, I think that's. Let's what say I didn't try. He you was know? thinking, yeah, yeah. I don't know. I think that the flaming sphere just happened to be there, and it was something that would would probably work to do the job. So that's what he right. used. If you got to perform an appendectomy and all you have is a chainsaw, well, what are you gonna do? Eggs. Exactly. exactly. <laughs> Not perform the appendectomy. Just make sure you have lots of sutures. You said amputation, right? Amputation? <laughs> Use the tools at hand. Well, if I cut this person in half, the eggs will be the least of their problems. <laughs> yeah. yeah, there's probably more uh, safe and precise ways to deal with the I eggs. mean, honestly, at the point, like, Mia was already writing off these people. <laughs> like... She was like, they're Listen, fucked. Let's get out of here. Let's kill the eggs. Fuck them. And Elena says, who would have thought we'd be the murderers? <laughs> <laughs> Listen, we go down to save them. Mia sees what the frick is going on. And, like, that's what I mean by Mia is changing every time she sees these Neogi or learns something new. Is like, freaking, like, the blinders are on for Mia. Mm-hmm. And I kind of like playing a character that's, like, spiraling in a weird way you know right oh i totally know what you mean oh yeah yeah how's your (laughs) hip how's your hip over there egg uh don't throw me in the water apparently did we go down to save them i know shaft didn't go down to save them uh i went down to try to save them yeah did you uh shakara you went down to try and save them what what did you think we were going down for Originally, I thought we were going down to save them, and then you went all, let's kill them all. Well, like, because I'm going to save them, look at them, they're hopeless. Like, that's what I'm saying. Shaft is saying from the very beginning he didn't plan to save them? No, I, I was going down there to get information on what was going on. I don't, I mean, if we saved them, then great. If there were no but... village people, Mio wasn't going to go down there. Yeah, that, that's just a difference Unless you between... were to say, 
there's sexy Neogi down there. And then, like, me would be like, <laughs> That's just the difference between Shaft and Mia's motivations. That's yeah. right. I mean, I think crazy. Shaft is, is more than willing to help save somebody if it's not an undue risk. And I think he was going down to assess the situation and find out some more information. But if it was hopeless, there's no reason to. We didn't know it was hopeless, though. We went down. Right. I pretty right. much quickly made an assessment like, this is hopeless, and then... Yeah. Yeah, okay. no, I, that makes sense. I, I think you're right. Yeah, I, I mean, I think down here you've you got a lot of information. And before we get into that, though, we did kind of gloss over <laughs> bringing up the, the, the old hip. And your characters <laughs> haven't really had the time to in these episodes to process We haven't talked it. about it. But, yeah. like, Shakara used a, 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 an ability and then was, like, changing and aging before uh, Mia's eyes, at least. She used a coven perk or whatever. She's got, like, a club card and was, like, cashing that in. <laughs> got a discount. Yeah. yeah. No big deal. Don't you worry about Members it. Members happening. It's all good. Don't worry about it. <laughs> and, but she, when she said it, it was like, don't worry about it. I'll trim my nails. Later. <laughs> <laughs> ignore the cackle. Yeah, that's just uh, something that well, okay, happens. Okay, well, I mean, what, what no. did you think in the time, Emily, that, when I was describing that? Um, I was a little surprised, but we had talked about things, so it makes sense. Oh, mm-hmm. you didn't know what would happen? No. Mm-hmm. I didn't know what would happen. And we had only recently talked about things recently. We'd only talked about things recently. And um, <laughs> if if I had used that spell earlier and that had happened, I would have been more surprised. Mm-hmm. I was I was surprised, but I would have been more surprised about Emily, drink ago. some more whiskey and then make some more <laughs> sense here. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, is anything I'm saying coming through here? I- I certainly don't think Shaft is surprised by anything that's going on. <laughs> At this I, point, I, I we fucking see it all. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, yeah. I, I, I do. You think that uh, Mia and Falzerin are surprised at this type of thing? I mean, it's not like we don't know. Yeah. No, I, right? th- I think Mia was, in her mind would have been like, ha, figures, but then said something, right? Like, of course, of course. Like, right, right. <laughs> Once again, we're all using each other, right? Soul or soul. Yeah. It, she's currently, as far as we're concerned, on our side. We have the same motivation. Right. But, I mean, as far as you all know, I am part of the coven, but I'm not... Under duress. I'm still trying to do good with the power that has been given to me. Yeah. I mean, I, that's... that's I'm, Shakara is still trying to for lack of a of, of different way of putting it, save Aspara. She's still trying to use the power in a way that benefits all. Right. It's An- Anakin Skywalker using the dark yeah. power. Yeah, Gandalf to be slipping good, on right? the ring. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> that's, okay. that's exactly right. So you may have that, that feeling. Right. So, okay. We know better. The, in, the, in these episodes, Shakara was uh, fr- fairly strongly on the opinion of Fuck this! Let's get to Dracol. We're on a t- we're on a deadline. Despite people yes. in need directly in front of you, does that say anything to the your other character the other characters? Because Mia, I mean, was kind of did the same thing. Shakara's changing just like Mia's changing. Blinders on. She's like, we gotta get this armor. We gotta get this armor. We gotta get this armor. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because who we know what Isabella can do. What what she did to Falsey. Think of what's dangling over her, like, you gotta get this done, I don't know, like, 
Well, and, and then Samuel. I mean, we saw what Samuel's done. What he will, go, what lengths he will go to in order to procure this armor that we are supposed to be going to helping him get. If we don't get this amulet for him, what's he going to do to us? I think Shaft is looking at it like information gathering as a bounty hunter, as that kind of thing. Find out what you're dealing with on all levels so you make the right strategic choices. And we're not under the timeline that's not that pressuring right now. Right. Right now, that's the problem. All of a sudden, we're going to be spending four days in Drew Call and we won't have the amulet yet. And all of a sudden, I'll be like, okay, well now... Now we yeah. wish we had that day and a half back. But but think about think about how each character might have information that may not. He maybe maybe he's not too worried about finding the amulet. See then, Shakar doesn't know that. Shakar has never been to Drakal. She doesn't right. know saying, how hard this amulet is going to be to find, and Shaft's not forthcoming with that information. Right. That's I'm just saying how you read people. Right. If somebody's very desperate to do something, and somebody else is like, "Ah, eh, don't worry about it too much," you you question why that person is maybe not worried about it too much or you question why that person is so adamant about getting it done asap because it can it can, exactly. go, it can work both ways exactly yep. yeah you don't know like if shikara gets a bonus uh coven perk for getting <laughs> exactly. the armor found early. There's a signing bonus. Brownie yeah. points. <laughs> yeah. That's right. I mean, technically, that signing bonus should go to Falzerin, if there is one, really. <laughs> mm, that's true. Robbed yeah. again. <laughs> okay, I want to ask each of you. At least I studied an amulet similar, so hopefully we'll there find it. There you go. I, I want to ask each of you specifically, what can you tell me about the, uh, the hatch cycle of the new batch of Neogi? You're just seeing how much information we actually glean yes, from what of you course. showed us, I, uh, yes. and we we know nothing. What do you mean that? What do you mean by the hatch cycle? It, it was super quick. Oh because yeah, because the yeah, yeah. the village people went down without any eggs on them, and they got eggs. In the amount of time it took us to argue about going down the bush hole and take on the uh, the last um, umber yeah, hawk, the fight. they 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 were egged, and then the eggs were starting to hatch or. Well, so this no, this, this is the other yeah. Eggs. This is why I'm, I'm. This is what the reason behind I'm asking you because again, it was a lot of it was combat, so it's easy to to like Bill said, focus on what you your character is going to do in that moment. So when you went down there, the the four village people were still alive. They were not. They were still people, right? Catatonic, but implanted. And yes, the implanting was very very quick. When you inspected the eggs, you you see. Uh, you saw that there was, there was like this larval form that was clearly different than than what a Neogi looks like. Dealt with those eggs, and you dealt, and you were up close. Mia was up close with those eggs. They did not burst from from right. You went and you found a, a, a room full of drowned implanted. The larvae clearly looked advanced. Uh, it was clear that uh, the the eggs themselves had had absorbed or taken on a characteristic similar to the black slime and when approached the drowned they burst and they hatched basically right so both mm-hmm. the, those those bits of information give you a, an insight into potentially an insight into how or what this process exactly is because remember it does involve the black slime so again i i think it happens quicker but maybe those drowned were village people alive so at a certain point, the catatonic people die, and when they die, they're resurrected in the black slime, and then 
Like, maybe they feed or hatch their end cycle on the dead human. Is that what you're trying to say? That is, yeah, that's exactly what I'm that trying up? to say. That's what those two bits okay. of information would point you towards. Absolutely. It adds it adds up that, like, they were once living, they died, they became drowned, so now their hatchlings have characteristics of the drowned as well. Right. And before Sucks. you ambushed the Neogi, you heard one of them complain to the chul that had dragged the few pe- the people from the water had drowned on the trip down and were be- and reanimated into drowned the nyogi said these are useless you fucked up basically these are these guys are now useless get them out of here right because implanting a drowned like they need to be implanted before they're dead right exactly that's exactly right, right. yeah okay now, i don't know if this was just supposed to be significant or not as far as a, on the topic of the life cycle but when those eggs burst and launched themselves uh, themselves at Shaft and then tried to burrow into Shaft, is that another chapter in their life cycle of mat- of maturing? Or was that... The- Were they just trying to eat the yeah. him? It's a good question. Because the hatchlings ate the Neogi they were implanted That's on. That's true, yeah. So maybe, maybe it was, was he was just sustenance. For them to grow. Yeah. Good question. Good question, Bill. If we were still given inspiration, that might have gotten you a point. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm trying to remember from the wagons, like, there were all these sort of egg shells. What did they feed on? I feel like I knew What, what were the eggs down in the old cave that you you burned with a fireball? Were they feeding off of bodies? All of the all of you know and have seen this this little bit of life cycle of a normal neogi so the the eggs are just laid they're not implanted in any way but they're laid upon an aged neogi and that aged neogi is injected and bitten with a number of poisons that are natural naturally occurring in a neogi so that old guy bloats up gets all swollen and becomes this bloated mass of of being for the eggs to hatch on and the larvae consume and potentially consume each other. Basically, the strongest of this batch are the ones that would grow, okay. go on to uh, continue to grow and start to enslave their own creatures, that kind of stuff. Many of kind you have of cute, you've really. seen that. I mean, Falzerin and Shaft have seen that 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 process actually occur. Like you've seen them hatch and start to eat mm-hmm. the bloated yogi. Shakara and Mia have certainly come across their fair share of of hatchling sites and eggs in the wagons. I would assume Shaft was food. I don't know that the hatchlings can implant. Like, there's got to be, like, a queen or, like, a mature person creating these eggs. That would be my gut thinking as well. Yeah. That's my thought. Yeah. But. We haven't seen anything like that yet, though. Yeah. Well, yeah, these are. Maybe I have. I'm just, I can't remember. I don't know. Yeah. Should we talk about the stuff we found? Yeah. In the chests? Specifically the. Room. We hit the jackpot. Yeah. <laughs> well, you did. Denny the Denish broom. That's right, Denny. We did have our, our <laughs> first instance of uh, uh, some of the, the newer Patreon tiers um, that we, we tweaked uh, in April, uh, specifically because of the level uh, from our, our Pledger Britch. She was able to, one, make a magical item and basically name an NPC. And she wa- she. I suggested to her, and she agreed that they could be the same thing because she wanted to give 
Fallsy, uh, uh, a Danish <laughs> broom of flying, <laughs> and of course the term Danish is a is a, a running joke from our Discord. Which of course, if you're not part of, please join. Click like. Yeah, and basically. Yeah. So so. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it was really cool to be able to to put a a fan made item into into the game. It was great. People might say Danish, but it's it's Danish. Danish, exactly. Not Danish. Because they're from it's Denmark. <laughs> right, exactly. <laughs> I think Danny's going to be a, a bit of a handful. <laughs> <laughs> he seems fun. I, yeah. He's going to have a broom that has a personality, a staff that talks to him because it's Alamar. <laughs> what else does he have? <laughs> oh, man. He's got a bag of holding. Are there bodies still in there? <laughs> I, used to, I used to have a scabulet in my chest, but that's gone. Where's Danzig? Is Danzig still in your bag? We moved uh, him over to Shaft's bag. He's hanging bag. out somewhere. We moved he's him around. over to Shaft's bag or something. He's around. He's cuddling with uh, Alamar. Yeah, I was very, very impressed and excited when I found Denny. That is a very cool magic item. Yeah, it's going to be fun. Uh, and, so, and Denny is, I did describe it, the wood of its of his handle, its handle, I guess, uh, being a, a, a lightly colored wood. It is made of uh, European birch, I believe. If I my research is correct, that is the national tree of Denmark. <laughs> Very nice. Oh, sharp. I mean, hopefully not sharp for you to sit on. <laughs> yeah, splinter in your butt. It's well varnished. <laughs> Should, yes. should be splinter free. <laughs> splinter free. Unless you piss them uh, off. What else did we find? We found the eye patch, right? That was what I remember. Eye patch, two daggers, blanket, a white linen blanket, yeah. and a dark mass that we were all afraid to touch, but ended up being something pretty cool. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. that's right. But the white blanket's cool too. Who took the the dark? I don't patch. think we divided them. Like we just sort of. Yeah, I'm not sure that okay. we really assigned many, if if any of them. I know we talked through the daggers, and I believe we had a conversation because I think one of the daggers gave you advantage on spellcasting ability or something. Give, yeah, well, yeah. Hold, the one out. gives up like a plus plus three to spell attacks and stuff, and and is the one that has the charges you can expend to cast a, a list of spells. That's a pretty sweet one. Yeah, so I think Falzer was going to take. Somebody's going to use it. Yeah, the problem we got. Now is just uh, the amount of slots for we it's, have. It's for, attunement. Uh, tuning, yeah. right? Yeah. Look, and, you know, there's too many. You don't need things. the headbands. You don't need the them. circlets. You don't yeah. need the circlets. Yeah. It's yeah. fine. Uh, there's no problem. I knew yeah, you'd say right. that. There's no problem. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I mean, at this I don't point, that. you're just going to Drakal. I mean, there's no Niyogi in Drakal. You don't need them until you go into the mountains. Yeah. You can reattune to them. Uh, Damn it, Dracol is infested with Neo. Yeah, <laughs> I, I put your blanket down, that. they can fall onto the spikes well, and stuff. And... You all should definitely have a conversation uh, of who is going to be carrying or how they're going to be divvied yeah, up. Yeah, yeah. I mean, Shakara, I don't know if you, if Emily is, it's gone under the radar or whatever, um, but like Shakara is still attuned to the, 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 Death Tyrant Sword that's in Falvey's bag. I don't know if Shakara wants to pull that out and start using yeah. that now that you're away from Samuel. There's you have a lot of choices. I was thinking about right. it. You have <laughs> a lot of choices as far as magical yeah. items go. Uh, I think like the white blanket thing reminds me of like the cloak of invisibility sort of thing, right? Like a Harry Potterish sort of 
Or like a like a sort of a tiny hut, portable tiny hut. <laughs> Was it a cloak? Or did we, it's did not we a cloak. It's a, it's a blanket. It's a blanket. It's a blanket. I will okay. wrap myself in it like a cloak. So I have a floating head. It's like an eight foot by eight foot blanket or something. <laughs> You know, what we forgot in the episodes was Mullen is missing an eye. He could take the eye patch. Perfect. Perfect. There you go. Uh, yeah. Did you uh, d- did you do an invest- uh, identify on that eye patch? I can't yeah, recall. Just, yes. It gives you dark vision up to 30 feet. And then dark it enhances vision, okay. your dark vision. And then the eye moves. And okay. the eye will move if you wear it long enough. Yeah. I really think Grimby should wear it and just be like, I'm not a pirate. <laughs> <laughs> his new catchphrase no okay anything else to say because we do have two questions well i mean that specific room though you found the items in also gave you some information as to Mm -hmm. i mean i guess Mm -hmm. it's old information but i don't know if it's gonna end up confirming suspicions yeah yeah i mean the snow bloom information that the the portal probably went to the key for the dam though right yeah the key for the dam which we gave to the village people. I think Felipe is going to take care of that for us or something. Or... <laughs> <laughs> That's right. Whatever his name is. I don't know if, like, at least we're leaving it up to them. I don't know if releasing the water is going to help. I don't know. It's not good now, but eventually it will be. Yeah. Yeah. Like, uh, yeah. Yeah. I think one of the questions sort of is going to lead to. Oh, okay. We'll get to questions. What I was going to. Right. Yeah, yeah. That's me. <laughs> Questions. We also had a disturbing amount of comments in Discord about my ability to count dice. I mean, uh, we asked for questions, <laughs> and everyone seemed to be preoccupied with whether or not I can correctly cast fireball. There's, there's a lot of like you preface. <laughs> every time you try to gather your dice, we preface it with like, make sure. Yes. Didn't you have a, like a piece of paper that you had all the dice drawn out on that used to used to line your dice? That up used on? to be so that I knew that I was, I knew what's how many sides were on each die. Mm. So clearly that piece of paper mm. went out like session three then. <laughs> <laughs> You need a fireball you piece need of paper your own and just put a d6 on each yeah. d6. Brit you could just read the I... decks of the spell. <laughs> or no, or that. Too hard. Yeah. No. that doesn't work. That doesn't work. Do that. That. God forbid you ever try to upcast it. <laughs> because oh, right. you'll cast it at a level five and you'll or a level yeah level five or whatever, and you'll be adding eight d6. We're still shorting yourself dice. <laughs> <laughs> Britt uh, Brit suggested I get just an, a set exclusively for Fireball. Yep. Probably not a bad idea. You can buy okay a little set of six, yeah. six-sided die, right? And those Chessex dice, just six-sided. And then make them red so they're fire. Yeah. I could get a, a a four set of those, and I'd be good but to go. <laughs> That's all you need gonna... is you know four four of those red dice, and uh, <laughs> you'll be fine. <laughs> oh. Aw, if Falzer never dies, I mean, what are you gonna? Uh... Well, then you just <laughs> throw the <laughs> dice away. <laughs> I'll use them for my next character, Useless! which is, which is yeah. a another application. Go with what you know. Anyway, sorry for yes. the. Uh, brief tangent we have two questions from erug erug in our discord erug erug i like erug yeah 
John jealous of the other party members having special powers, i.e. membership in the coven, being demigod, and swimming really fast. <laughs> I love the tears. Those are the tears of special ability. <laughs> ah, demigod, swimming really fast. <laughs> but don't forget he can hold his breath for a long hold time. Hold his breath. Yeah, yeah don't forget. Well, don't forget that's definitely not that jealous of the tears below. <laughs> yeah, yeah, okay. Not worthy of mentioning. <laughs> uh, no no the short answer is no there's no jealousy there i think each character having their own uh special abilities is is cool and uh i don't think that's something that uh fits with shaft's character anyway right i don't think he he's is i don't think he's a superhero he's uh he's sort of the uh you have a superhero Oh, well, yeah, me as I'm a saying superhero you have super, girl. If you want to say superpowers or you have extra, uh, you know, Mia can do some hellacious damage. And so can Shakara. And, and so can Shaft in the right circumstances. But it's not it's not special godlike powers. It's not something that's given to him from the coven. It's not anything like that. I don't think there's any, I don't, there's definitely no jealousy. I think it's, uh, I, I don't like, I think, I think his character is more uh, not, no, I don't think he's jealous of any of that, no. Yeah, but answer. specifically the question is not if Shaft is jealous, it's if, if John is jealous. Do you feel like... Oh. Has Shaft gotten the Shaft? Oh. Do you wish Shaft was taller? Do you wish his, no. to- do you wish Shorter, his toes really. were unwebbed? <laughs> no, I like it. I'm going to use it. his third leg wasn't such a problem. <laughs> You're going to use your webbed toes? <laughs> well, I mean, John, do you, not a do problem. you feel like... Uh, Shaft has yet to be highlighted. I think it's another um, related question from from my view anyways, because again, that's something that I want to keep in mind. And I know John and I both know, light spoilers, like when we get to Dracol, like this is where Shaft's going to shine, right? And when we get into the Borgrag Mountains, like that's Shaft's specialty as a, as a ranger, right? So upcoming, uh, assuming, assuming Shaft makes it, <laughs> that far in the story <laughs> like shaft is gonna be, is soon to be highlighted and that's 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 just a, a the way i look at it is that that is just the way that the narrative has has played out because again we we could have been doing a lot of stuff in drew Callway earlier potentially right um mm-hmm. and it, it it would have and we're been, headed to the mountains right I mean, to, to me on. though like it would have been the problem with it is it would have been really. I would have been disappointed. Like had I mean had Shaft, if Shaft could easily have died, instead of Bryn in, in the in the cultist cave in episode True. like fifty one or whatever at the end of. But chapter he's so one, short. Shakara's swing would have gone. Would have missed. Right, yeah, would have went clean over his head. Yeah. So <laughs> I would have felt very disappointed had we not gotten to a point where Shaft got a got a bit of the spotlight. Okay. So, am I? So the question is directly to to John. Is John disappointed? Well, is, yeah. is, yeah. is yeah. John is somewhat is John jealous, jealous of these other special? Because because I think these other special powers have been tied to a highlight for those characters. So yeah. I mean, I've DM'd fair share, and everybody around the table, you, as you DM, you try to give everybody their moment, right? Especially in a game, you want you don't want anybody to be bored and any. And I think the the thing I love about our podcast is the story. And I think our story sort of aligns with different characters at different times from where we are uh, in that in that story. And I think, you know, we had a lot of uh, Heracleon was very Falzerin type based. And I think 
we had, you know, with Shakara, we have the Coven type of thing. And Mia's got her own storyline with the Neogi, which I know is going to play out even more. And I think with the way Shaft's character is, he's not very forthcoming with, well, anything. And I think a lot of the, the things that are going to play out for him are going to be sort of behind the scenes type of things, which is what I, I think we talked about when we did the little Shaft backstories earlier on back in episodes, what, I don't know, 40 or whatever. Mm-hmm. I think I want, I sort of like the fact that his character is coming out in pieces rather than in a big uh, plot line, mm-hmm. right? It fits the character for sure, right? He's like private, secretive. I, I always really wanted the audience listening to the show to always feel like they didn't know where he was. Mm-hmm. And, and then little pieces of information would come out from time to time that would, uh, you know, allow the audience to go, I either really like or really hate this guy. And it's it's been tough to, to play that type of character, um, but I've enjoyed it a lot. And, you know, I like sort of being in the background from time to time, right? And just being that support uh, character. So, no, I don't feel slighted in the least. I, I like that. I like that we have a portion of our party that has some mystery. And and also, it, it's kind of cool that the audience knows a lot more about Shaft than the rest of us do. That's another interesting... Um, well, I don't know. Were we allowed... I haven't listened to Shaft's solo mm-hmm. episodes. I don't know. If, I mean, I haven't either. You I haven't either. Have, I, yeah, I don't think we were... No. I think there was Good. maybe one that you all were were fine to listen to, but yeah, most of them um, were f- not for, for listeners' ears only. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I'm just That's trying to find where I had layer. them written down, or where so I could give anybody that wanted a reminder of. There's which the chick on the side, then the sick town victor, and then there's like the uh, brother mountain stuff. Yeah, as I say, there's a lot of there's a. I think Shaft's character's backstory is sort of interweaved with everybody else's as a sort of, but not necessarily highlighted in a series of things, but but interweaving throughout the whole thing, which I, I'm very happy yeah. with, really. I mean, if you end up having a kraken as a father, I mean, we could bond over that. <laughs> I don't know. You never know. Well, God forbid I recycle the storyline. I mean, <laughs> which I feel like he is kind too, of is he happening is too with, short. You're right. with Shakara yeah. now being involved with Isabella. Like Isabella switched, switched her involvement with the party from Falsey to Shakara. And, I, and I, that's not to say that what is happening is the same. Obviously, the similarities, one, were meant to bring shakara and falzer and back together after they kind of had the split right i think i think to toot my own horn here i was pretty successful in the divide and then the coming back together uh, i was very happy with how that played yeah. out in like the 70s with when we had keck around right the, obviously she was the splinter yeah, yeah. the the that the dro the you know the what the wedge that came wedge. between wedge. thank you yes the the mm-hmm. hold wall the hold wall that came in between <laughs> the, the plug <laughs> Okay, inside joke. (laughs) Despite Falzerin's best efforts, when when that relationship was being repaired, Mm. why? I I mean, we've we've had a comment. I think Hornus had commented when he was going through those episodes, um, particularly like he he really liked the 
role play between Shaft and Falls, and I re- distinctly remember him commenting on that uh, at the time he was listening. And I mean, I couldn't agree. I couldn't agree more. I think all four of you are excellent role players, and obviously that is what we we like in our show. So it's good that we're good at it. <laughs> I mean, it's a good thing. <laughs> I like that it it uh, flows into our Discord with other things too. It's, it doesn't seem to matter what we're talking about. We yes and each other, right. yeah, yeah, and 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 play off whatever it is. I really enjoy that. Yeah, I think we have pretty good chemistry. We're very fortunate that the f- the five of us, you know, decided sort of out of nowhere to play D&D and also record it and make a podcast and it didn't blow up in our faces. So, yeah. That's very cool. <laughs> I always I always remember the first episode when uh Shaft went over to Bryn. The first thing I think he said to Br- I said to Bryn was Oh, I didn't know you were incompetent, yeah. and uh, <laughs> I, w- yeah. I wanted to see how how this. Well, I was going to know right there at that moment how this was going to go. <laughs> what did I say back? I can't. I, I don't remember right offhand, but it was all, right, all about. I think it was. It was all about <laughs> showing you two that this is role play. Yeah. Yeah, right? I'm not John right now. I'm, I can say whatever the frick I want. You gotta react. <laughs> exactly. yeah. I'm pretty sure yeah, yeah. you had a snarky remark, if I recall. Oh, correctly. I'm sure I did. That's why I'm curious what I said. Yeah. But yeah. Anyway. <laughs> That's my That's bounty. Awesome. <laughs> <laughs> right. I mean, I I thought I could just like automatically hit people. I didn't even know what I was doing. So. Right. Yeah. Right. Sorry. Other question. We got a second question. We have a question that's much more for Leland. Which way do the rivers in Aspara flow? <laughs> Is it from the sea in Pisces to the sea in Port Randis or the other way around? Or do they both simply start at the Tainted Lake and flow out? They, yeah, so it is like through Pisces to the lake and then back to Port Randis, basically, right? The the north to south, essentially, is how, how they're flowing. So in Pisces to the lake, out right Port back out to Port Randis because there is that river that is basically the outflow from. Otherwise, without that river to Port Randis, like that lake would just get flood higher and higher until it matched le- sea level, right? Basically. So I, I I will comment on this since I did the map. You you made the map, but I copied the right. map. Is I did watch a whole video on how water flows from high areas to low areas. Yeah. And rivers would only flow one direction. They would never split from the mountains out into two different directions. And they would never flow in from the ocean, right? And okay. I remember we, you and I had a conversation about this at one point in time. Because I think <laughs> I remember when I was making a map going, I don't think this works. And I think what we, the conclusion we came to is, this is a sparrow. We can do whatever the fuck we want. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, essentially, yeah. Basically. Because it makes that an island, essentially. I have made comments, though, when we first went got to that lake. Um, the taint had not... The, the black ooze had not... <laughs> made, wait, I don't remember this conversation. Wait, wait, when did we... Like, we have, we have wax poetical about the taints and all this stuff for... We've waxed hours the taint. Oh. Gosh. You never, never wax the taint. The, the, is a lot less The black painful. slime had not encroached on that section of river that went through that hill that you all swam up 
because of the flow of the river flows again at the time you were swimming up river and when the kraken escaped and went to prices he was it was swimming up river um so at least that is canon so yeah so then the river flows and then it flows <laughs> out of out of the the lake um through the where the dam was constructed then out to out to port randis and obviously port randis is a, a lot of port randis's economy relies on that section of river because at either end of you know where Pisces, where water uh, ocean meets river in Pisces and in Port Randis, there's obviously going to be like a little estuary, which makes a diverse ecosystem, which Port Randis takes a uh, you know advantage of, and blah 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 blah. So I mean, I yeah. think I thought about it a little at least <laughs> before I just <laughs> took the paint tool and drew a <laughs> drew a river, but. I don't know how it works. <laughs> I just know at those estuaries, it's just going to be the brackish water where the water can flow to the, you know, sinks to the bottom with the fresh water on top and blah, blah, blah. However that, however that actually works. But essentially, so north what, what was the actual question? How did the hell did the river work? What was the river flow? Yeah. <laughs> okay. It's, However it's the fuck we want. Southern. <laughs> And the maps that John's referring to are on our website, yeah. incorrigibleparty.com. Right, yeah, yeah. John yes, has made quite a good. lot of uh, additional quite city good. maps as well. Yeah. John needs to do more of those maps, but John hasn't been uh, he hasn't been doing it recently. I do have Drukal. I don't think I put the Drukal one up there yet for the north side, but I do I do think I have part of it. Ooh, that's exciting. But I need to do that. I really enjoy making the maps. It's just uh, it's just time consuming. I haven't done it in a while. Yeah, let's. I don't like that shit, so I'm happy to <laughs> taking it on. Well, there's actually also another lake or body of water uh, west of Drukal as well as it has runoff from the mountains that go into that lake. So at least that one works, and then that flows to the ocean on the <laughs> west coast. So <laughs> they're magic. Uh, I blame it on the black slime. I, I just it fucks everything. There up. you go. <laughs> Well, thank you, thank you for it? those questions. Oh, yeah, I mean, Best it feels like when we yet. when we talk about episodes where there's combat, like there's the combat is so much of the episodes. There's not that much to really go over, but I was surprised listening back to these four episodes, um, just how much information actually kind of ended up being uh, contained within them. Thanks for pointing out what we missed. Well, know, that's again, what so. the after party is for. I felt huh. I felt a nice bit of closure on these maps that I've had created and the list of magical items to be found created for a year and a half since the last time we were here. <laughs> items just, you know, getting moth-eaten and dust-covered yeah, sitting in caves. exactly. That that blanket really should have a big hole in it or a patchwork of holes in it. <laughs> but also, you found winter clothes, so the mountains are probably going to be cold. So think about that, too. Oh, we probably should grab some of those. It's a good thing we, we use them to burn all the bodies. Yeah. <laughs> mm, yes. Mia doesn't get cold. She's oh, really? God. Yeah. Oh, really? We'll see. You've mm-hmm. just made a challenge for Leland now. Great. Well, Shakara can just flame breath, y'all. Yeah. Well, I mean, when we get to the mountains, there's going to be a new weather chart. <gasps> oh, dear God. One, <laughs> one through ten is just going to be blizzard. Snow, oh. snow, 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 snow. <laughs> a light snow, a heavy snow. Exactly. Everything's going to end snow. in snow, but you might get some sun. You might get some overcast. <laughs> but How I'm going to have to make a new weather chart. Beyond me. Mm, I'm concerned now. 
I have a question though, which is we can maybe, I mean, we're only about an hour and a half ish. So this isn't that long of an episode yet. I have a question though, for each <laughs> yes. of you, what are you all expecting Drew Call to be like in your experience? Mm. Like what, what do you, what do you foresee happening and going on in Drew Call when you get there? Uh, King's Landing. U- a utopia. Yeah. Oh. Just frolicking, joy, happiness, abundance amulets for of everybody. resources. <laughs> yes. <laughs> you get an amulet. <laughs> so many amulets, but then we have to decide which one is uh, the right King's one. Landing is a good, that's good. Yes. <laughs> I think it's either going to be the Drew Call that Shaft knows or, or fairly similar to it, which is that you know, you want to make sure you're not in the wrong neighborhoods and going down the wrong alleys. And, you know, there's lots of shady business going on. Um, or perhaps there may be even more sinister things that have happened since Shaft has last been there. I uh, I think since I've last been there, Neogi are very present. Yeah. I expect to see Neogi. my concern as well. Emily, I'll let you go next. What do you think? I said, I said King's Landing. I expect a naked lady to be walking down the street with with nuns sh- uh, shaking a bell, saying shame, "Shame," walking behind her. Let's do it. <laughs> I expect a dirty city that's just a big metropolis uh, with the darklings still in their alleyways underneath the city, running around, mm. and there's probably good areas of the city and bad areas of the city, and places where you need to make sure you keep your hand on your purse, or it's going to get stolen. Yeah, I think there's going to be there like most places. There's going to be a high society, a oblivious middle class, and a uh, underbelly that uh, you we best be on our uh, on our guard to know where we are and what we need to do in which situation. Mm-hmm. And uh, and then as far as Neogi and and things like that are concerned, I think. Uh, that was going to play into it in some way, but we don't necessarily know how that's. Uh, we sort of we sort of have a feel. Falzern and I at least know that the Neogi were there uh, at the uh, the wagon at the at the uh, barn, and we know they had mind control over the uh, the uh, what were they called the uh, not the under the, the darklings. Yeah. There was well, they, they, had, they were they seem to be associated with working the together. Yeah, right. I think I just think in general, there's going to be a lot more tattooed faces around. Controlled yeah. or not, there's just like a presence there. There's got to be there has to be. I mean, we know stuff, yeah. right? Falzer and I, who will probably reveal if we haven't already, uh, you know, like around the campfire type of thing that there is a, you know, the Darklings were gathering uh they were stealing stuff or they were doing things down under under the uh, city and we don't know it may or may not know exactly who's uh running that situation and you know there's there's a lot to uncover there and i don't think we all we just know pieces of information yeah so it it'll be interesting to see how because we really don't haven't had a political type of thing either, right? Hello, Blake Lakely. Well, yeah, we have Blake. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I don't know. It's going to be interesting to see how it plays out. But I definitely think there's going to be uh, some some of all of those three tiers 
play out in Dracal. Yeah, I think it, I it, it's I think it's going to be very interesting. I think knowing when to say what and when not to say something is going to be very uh, important. Yeah. You, you, you mouth off to the wrong person, you may end up in prison right. or dead. Yeah, I think it'll be a very it'll be a really interesting contrast, probably from what we've been used to in Heraklion. Like, I don't imagine there's going to be a lot of similarities. Yeah, I'm no pressure, Leland. Great city living. Back to city living. All right, city let's have living. another hundred episodes in the city. <laughs> I, I like. Uh, I've I've enjoyed our time. That I mean, it's been Heraklion, which is Falzern's, uh, very Falzern centric. But I think I like uh, campaigns that spend some time in cities. It's interesting. Hey, you wanted you wanted some like away from Heraklion time. You know, you were going out spreading your wings, so you'll love the city, right? Yep. Yeah. Mm-hmm course fit right in you won't be a lost puppy dog i'm at all. sure falzern will fit right in just have nothing uh, to worry about well you already know where magic 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 is so that's all falzern that needs true. to know yeah definitely won't get taken advantage of by anyone <laughs> <laughs> well are you going to are you going to go try to offload some of these magic items that you couldn't possibly use I think I'll just buy a, a second bag of holding. <laughs> <laughs> ne- totally necessary. The price has gone up. Just yeah, prices have gone up. Gonna by inflation, yeah, they're in high demand. <laughs> 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 Wonderful. Best episodes yet. Yep, I agree. Best exactly. set of four. Yep. <laughs> All right, if there's nothing else, let's wrap it up. I've been John and Shaft. I've been Emily and Shakara. I'm Elena. I play Mia. I've been Bill and Falzern. And I'm Leland Steele. Happy adventuring. Yay. Happy adventuring. (laughs) (laughs) Happy adventuring. I'll initiate, and then Emily's going to take over. Everyone going? Everyone running? We haven't done this yes. in weeks. Yep. Okay, here we go. Wait, Bill's got his hand occupied. And your other <laughs> hand occupied. There we go. Impressive, Bill. Three. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Three, two, one. <laughs> I didn't clap. I didn't clap because Bill did it on t- two. What was that? No, what? I didn't. Yeah, you do. You, you clapped were, yeah, early. It was like two. <laughs> Bill, it happens said to the three, best of us. Two, and you clapped on. <laughs> I swear, it never happened. happened to Bill, Bill, it is usually one, two, or three, two, one, and then clap. There is a one. You don't oh, clap on. So you one. don't clap on two. <laughs> Got it. All right, you ready? Yeah. Everybody happy? Everybody Born. good? I'm no. Right? Get your My hands in the air. Okay. <laughs> Three, two, one. Clap, Bill. <laughs> okay, that was awful too. <laughs> it's fine. It's good Perfect. enough. You're welcome, Leland. Three, two, one. Three, two, one. Three, two, one.